Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This is the Bob Cordaro Show podcast. WILK News Radio. Great good morning, everyone. 10.07 a.m. here in the great Northeast. This beautiful Thursday, January 18th, 2024. This is the Bob Cordaro Show. I am he. It is a big day to fight for America, defend our values, and honor the brave who have made us. And kept us free. People like Leroy Skip Cottrell, Jackson Township, Walter Bloss, Drums, Albert Garrick, late of California but originally from Peckville, and William Ozzy Osborne, Manuka section of Scranton. We'll talk more about them at the bottom of the hour. And I want to mention... Uh, Road Scholar Transport. They're our hourly sponsor. It's a family company that treats you like their family. Whether you tri- you ship with them in northeast Pe- through Northeast Pennsylvania or through the entire Northeast United States, whether you drive for them, your family, Road Scholar Transport, and then the great Wild Game Dinner at Camelot Restaurant and Inn in Waverly. January 24th. A bunch of you have told me you've signed up. I look forward to seeing you there. And uh, it's a six-course dinner that's it's just going to be awesome. Seating start at 5 o'clock, 110 bucks a head. And you won't believe what you get for 110 bucks. You've been to restaurants. You know what, the, what they cost now. Uh, so good stuff. I'm trying to – Bulldog is looking for. I know one of you sent me. The Jamie Diamond commentary, and I've seen it all over the place. And I want to play to for those of you who haven't run across it. And I'll explain. Let me explain who Jamie Diamond is. Okay, he's a Democrat, and he says so. And never been a Trump fan. But he made this statement, and Bulldog, let me know when you have it. He made this statement on CNBC, the business channel of NBC. It tilts left, but it's not ridiculously so. And so uh, he basically called out and said Trump's policies worked. And you're making a big mistake if you insult voters who support policies that worked. Even if, and I say this parenthetically for Diamond, even if you don't like Trump. And 
It's gutsy for him to do this at Davos, where Trump is considered not much more than the devil to the world domination of these economic forum fools. Fascinating. I'm just interested in all of this um, because, listen, if we don't expose the elites who are governing our country. By the way, yesterday was the example. Mitch McConnell, and I like him. I do. He's way past his prime. He's got to go. But he did some great things during the Trump administration. But. They did a great thing keeping uh, Merrick Garland off the Supreme Court. So, but, but his time has passed. And he was ready to make a deal, and they were ready to pressure Speaker Johnson. And Johnson held up. No deal without a border wall, period. No foreign aid deal until we take care of our own country. And I'm I'm darn proud of him. Darn proud of him. Uh, so Jamie Dimon, he he just spells it out, and <laughs> he answers it. The other thing he said is that uh, he tells Davos that Bitcoin's a pet rock. <laughs> uh, we'll wait and see if we get it covered. I'll send it to the Bulldog. But he basically says, I'll tell you what he said, but I do want to play it. He's on Squawk Box on Wednesday on CNBC. And he says, when people say MAGA, they're actually looking at people voting for Trump, and they think they're voting. They're basically scapegoating them, that you are like him. But I don't think they're voting for Trump because of his family values, Diamond said. He says, I don't like how he said things about Mexico. But he wasn't wrong about some of these critical issues. And that's why these people are voting for Trump. I think people should be a little more respectful of our fellow citizens. He said, I mean, can really, can we stop that stuff and actually grow up and treat each other with respect and listen to them a little bit? I think this negative talk about MAGA is going to hurt Biden's election campaign. And so <laughs> I'm telling you, he's called for a recession this year, Jamie Dimon, and uh, he may be right, he may be wrong, but... Um, It's still important. He said, he said Trump was kind of right about NATO. Kind of right about immigration. And kind of right about our energy and our economic outlook. Well, that's about as much of a concession as you're ever going to get from a Democrat. So, I mean, these things are turning. These things are going the other way. So Camelot and uh, Camelot Restaurant and Inn 
and Road Scholar Transport, our hourly sponsors. And guys, by the way, another thing that came across. We are at war with Iran. It is a shooting war. There are two of our great Navy SEALs missing after they undertook an operation against the Iranians in the Middle East. And yet, they're handcuffed, their hands are tied, and we won't face reality. And we're still giving them the opportunity to earn billions of dollars to use in an effort to destabilize the United States and our allies. Can you imagine this? We're providing direct support to an enemy, a shooting enemy, not just any enemy. They're shooting at us. They're paying others to shoot at us and our allies. This is how sick, twisted, and demented the Biden administration is. It's, it's, it's insane. You, you know, when I say it, I can't believe it. But it's what is. Quite amazing. Mike from Bloomsburg. How are you, Mike? Hey, Bob. I'm doing well. How about yourself? I'm in a lather, but I'm okay. Yeah. Hey, uh, <laughs> just, just happened to be able to turn you on. I've been busy. And I, I heard you mention the economy and that uh, Jamie Dimon said we're heading for a recession. Yes. And I, I do I do actually believe that, you know, back during the pandemic, when they were passing out checks uh, and you want and you wanted a car, you had to pay for the car full price plus a surcharge. OK, and the car dealerships and the companies held on to that model as long as they could. But all of a sudden now we're starting to see, you know, 0% financing, cash back, special deals, all this stuff. So that tells me that the auto industry isn't doing what they think they should be doing. And that's that's one sign of a recession. And the well, other sign of a Think of, of this, Mike. They're being forced and literally forced to invest and lose billions of dollars. They're losing billions of dollars and investing billions of dollars in battery-powered cars. Those billions of dollars could be used to make combustion engines, hybrids, uh, uh, vehicles, and so many other things more efficient and better and preserve for now and the future great auto-paying, auto-worker uh, jobs. And they're being deprived of that by, by their government. It, it's unbelievable. Absolutely. They are being forced to do things that are not in their best interest. Exactly. And I've said it many times before, that is a characteristic of someone who has undergone menticide or or commonly known as brainwashing. I'm not saying the car companies, this is a financial thing. The government has them by the you know what. They have to do basically what they say. But there are so many individuals, Bob, that now are making the decision to vote for the Democrat left. And when they do that, they are doing something that is not in their best interest or the best interest of their 
children and grandchildren. <laughs> it's, and now, I, I, I'm, I, I guess I liken it to Stockholm Syndrome. And yeah. uh, and you're looking at these cities, Baltimore. I just started to watch The Wire. I never watched it before. Uh, Chicago, New York City, Philadelphia. They will vote blindly and stupidly Democrat. Same thing with Northeast Pennsylvania in many places. They vote stupidly and blindly Democrat. And they get disaster but then these are the people who give them crumbs to get them out of the disaster they created. And, and people say, see, see what I got? <laughs> Unreal. Um, it's, 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 it's really hard to believe. And you, you had mentioned, I, what, does Biden call it MAGA? It used to be called MAGA, right? <laughs> I don't know. what You look at the guy's yeah. a demented disgrace. Who cares what he says? But, yeah, he, well, might, I, be, he might be MAGA, MAGA now. I don't know. It's a it's a label that they put on people, and when you're called MAGA or MAGA, which I am, I, I used to be the Trump Trumpanzi from Bloomsburg. Now I'm MAGA Mike, but <laughs> the, the bottom line is it's it's an insult, and they're degrading me because associated with the name MAGA is white nationalist or Christian nationalist or racist. That's the label that goes with that term that they are pasting on my forehead, and you know the left. They're supposed to be the ones that care about feelings. Oh, they don't care. They care no, about they, they care, care about agreement because they are so insecure in their ideas because they know they've failed. Now, see, for the first time, the extreme left, which owns the Democrat Party, has tried all their insanity. They've gotten they had a free run at it, and the result is disaster. And their insecurity will then lead them, as in every government-controlled economy, it will then lead them to uh, government censorship, then government police state, and they always end the same way. And and we've seen the movie before throughout the world. Absolutely. Over and over and over throughout history. And I am afraid that we are, just as you said, we are living in one of those times in history when the country that we are in is going downhill, in decay, and, and ripe for the picking. And unless the United States people, the people on the left, the people on the right, decide to take back control of their government, it's going to happen. Well, normal people. And the Club for Common Sense is where we start here in the great Northeast. And always a pleasure, Mike. Thank you. you take care now. Thank MAGA you. Mike. We'll be back. <laughs> All right. And before that, you guys remember this. Many of you do. 1991, this date, financially strapped Eastern Airlines, which would return as U.S. Air, shut down after more than six decades in the business. Remember, it was Allegheny Airlines also? I guess even before Eastern. Frank Borman, the former astronaut, the head of that company at one point. Uh, airline business is too screwy for me. We did a lot of work with airlines trying to get them to come into Scranton and uh, our airport. And I would say to them, now, look, more than 55% of this is when Eastern was in charge, U.S. Air at the time, uh, 55% of our uh, local 
flying public is leaving from someplace else. That means you're losing them. So give us pricing and give us some direct flights. You won't lose that 55%. Okay, so well, I, and I remember asking this question. What do you base your ticket prices on? The answer, this was incredible. The answer was we base it upon what the other airlines are doing. Not on their costs, not on what they could get plus a decent profit margin. And I said, well, forget this. You're, you're talking to a wall here. But that is that industry. Hey, John from Francis Slocum Park about a dictionary for the Common Sense Club. How are you, John? Oh, good, good, good. Uh, by all means, um, I'm going to rename instead of Democrat, it will now be written in a dictionary. Densocrats, <laughs> ones who vote for the destruction of the military, destruction of the economy, destruction of our economic system, and destruction of all of our spiritual values. John, How does what, that work? What do you think that is to be a densocrat? I call them dummycrats. What, what, <laughs> what, what is that? It, it's got to be, again, some version of Stockholm Syndrome. They feel captured and reliant upon this political party. And I said, if, if the Republicans ever behaved like this in terms of policy, I'd be gone. I'd be off like a prom dress. How do you, how do you stick with a party that's clearly uh, acting in your worst interest? Well, they're, they're so dense. You cannot, with common reason, common sense, you just you cannot penetrate the denseness, so it's densocraft. I also have a, a dictionary dictionary definition now for the Ivy League school, and there will be a song that goes alongside of it, and it goes like this: Instead of the Ivy League school, it's now going to be poison ivy, poison ivy, because they're they. We, they our federal government and the Democrats. You've got to record that so we could play it, John. <laughs> oh, I'll be happy to. Uh, I'll play my guitar with it. <laughs> Give us a rough version. Send it down here. We'll do, we'll do it live. We'll we'll run it. I want to hear it. So far, and, I said all, superstition by uh, oh, yes. Stevie Wonder is one of their theme songs, and then we played it the other day, and it's. Um, the song was says, don't know much about science, don't know much about history. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> That's... They don't know much about and Now, I have one objection to the dinner, and I don't want you to be offended. And what I'm going to say about that dinner, why it's not a fully wild game dinner. Go ahead. No possum. Oh, well, no see, possum. That, that, that would be a bridge Jet too far, Clampett. although I heard it's fine. I heard possum is fine. Oh, yeah, Jed, Jed Clampett would not be able to attend. <laughs> well, this is not for poor people. <laughs> I mean, we could add in roadkill if it was for poor people, but Camelot has standards, you know. <laughs> but I, thought, I thought we could, with how horrible the times are, what the government is doing to the American people, I thought maybe a little bit of lightheartedness might encourage you a little bit and encourage your spirit. And I was even I was even willing to sing it certainly on your has. behalf. It certainly so, has, uh, John. And, uh, you, you know, and I would say this. Everybody keep your eyes on that World Economic Forum. 
disaster. That is a very, very dangerous group and very, very strange. And one of their stated objectives is the United States is no longer a superpower. That's right. And when you see the members, the members include um, Gavin, Gavin Newsom. It includes uh, it, it also includes Trudeau. Uh, and even even they make statements about how because of climate change, uh, climate change we have to displace people. Yep. And then you hear that that person. Well, I'm not even fully sure that they're human. They look more reptile to me. Mayorkas. What's Mayorkas saying? These people are being displaced because of climate change. Yeah. There is an agenda to destroy this great great country, and this country needs to go back to its roots. The, the great as you. So eloquently state our uh, our great constitution, and even a little farther than that, we know we need to go back into the into the grandest book of all, the Word of God, the Bible, yeah. especially the Old wouldn't King James that, Bible that has no verses missing out of it. Wouldn't that be refreshing, John? Thank you, and call back with the song. We'll we'll get we'll give you a couple minutes to sing it. All right. Oh, I'll be singing. I'll all be right, singing. my man. <laughs> All right. Blessings now. Bye-bye. Thank you. Thank you. We'll take this break. We'll come back. We've got our uh, veterans tribute. We've got our weather. But first, we have our great sponsors. Our veterans today, Skip Cottrell, Jackson Township, preceded in death by his first wife, Barbara, back in 1999, his second wife, Marcia, just this past May. Born in Carbondale, Mountain View High School graduate, 10 years in the United States Air Force. He was a postman, a mailman for the Forest City Post Office. He was a Pennsylvania State Constable, operated his own sports shop, and he was volunteered along with his father with the great Clifford Township Volunteer Fire Company. Survived by two children and grandchildren. Skip Cottrell, Walter Bloss, drums, born in drums, Hazleton High School graduate, 1949, master machinist for 60 years at Thorne Industries, Hazleton. He was a bartender around town for many years, including at Lake Harmony Lodge, U.S. Navy Reserves, including tours to Cuba in the 1950s. Love fishing, hosting summer barbecues, friends and neighbors. An amazingly social person, they said. He loved motorcycles from age 18 into his 90s. Proceeded in death by his wife, Betty. An infant son, you talk about seeing tragedy. A daughter, Linda, a second daughter, Kayan, And a grandson predeceasing him. His son, grandchildren, great-grandchildren, and great-great-grandchildren survive him. Albert Garrick, late of California but born in Peckville. 20 years in the United States Air Force, stationed in Germany and California. Graduate of Blakely High School. Loved going back to his reunions. Go Mighty Bears. Survived by his daughters, a son, and grandsons, preceded in death by his wife, Helene. He was also preceded in death, this stood out to me, by 10 
brothers. All Peckville proud. William Osborne, known as Ozzy. He was only 66. Proud of being from the Manuka section of Scranton. Survived by his wife and best friend of 41 years, Mary Lynn. Johnson School of Technology, he was a welder. Working most frequently and recently with Scranton Sewer Authority. He followed his father's footsteps, serving the United States Navy. He was with the Naval Construction Battalion, the Seabees. In addition to his wife, he survived by a daughter and a son and a huge family. Ozzy Osbourne, our veterans for today. Storm Tracker 16 forecast from meteorologist Joe Snedeker. It's, it's, it is hard to go from something so important as these veterans to something as mundane as the weather, but what we shall. Today, cloudy with flurries. It'll be about 28. Tonight, cloudy with snow developing down to 23. Friday, clouds with snow showers. Total accumulations of 1 to 3 inches. It'll be about 29 degrees. And, you know, I... I'm happy I do the weather because it sort of gets pounded into me. And I'm worried. All I'm worried about, I've got beer and wine on the back porch. And I don't want the bottles exploding. So, you know, that's my concern about the weather. That's the extent of my concern about the weather. It truly is. Somebody uh, talking about our... Late and dearly departed Walter Bloss, they said there's a great chance that wind therapy therapy was the reason that Walter Bloss lived to be in his 90s. Uh, and the, the the listener continues, I love motorcycles and the family that comes with it. Huh. I'm at, okay. I've never driven a motorcycle. I wouldn't know how. But going back to uh, the motorcycle gang days of my cousin Moochie Kadaro and a bunch of great guys. I'm, I've always been a fan of, of motorcyclers. I, I always have been bikers. I, I, by the way, I hung around with more than a few in prison. <laughs> I just love them. <laughs> there's there's an independence. There's a you know <laughs> there's some things they're just good people. They're fun people. They're crazy people. Gotta love that. Clive from Beaumont. How are you, Clive? Good, Bob. It's been a while since we've spoken to each other. Hope all is well on your end. Everything's great. Thank you. Great. Uh, I've been traveling a lot. My wife and I travel a lot, and uh, I take note of the economy. And i, I got to tell you, no matter where we go in this country, I'm simply astounded at the amount of money and wealth that Americans have. You know, we travel, the highways are clogged, the restaurants are packed, the amusement parks and sports venues are sold out, airlines are overbooked. And you've heard me say it before in your show, Americans have never had it so good. The American economy is booming. It's just not red hot. It's white hot. And Americans have more money. But Clive, and here's where we may differ, maybe not. I believe that personal indebtedness... Not just credit cards, but indebtedness of all kinds, plus massive indebtedness of the federal government are the reason that we're on a sugar high 
instead of on solid footing as an economy. And I, I, by the way, people people agree, and the Biden clowns don't get it. I agree with you on that 100%. You know, I'm sitting here in the parking lot of a supermarket waiting for my wife. I won't go in a supermarket, uh, <laughs> even with a gun to my head. But, you know, I'm looking around. Nobody drives junk anymore. Everyone has a new, a relatively new SUV, uh, big four-door full-size pickup truck. That All you on almost credit. Always only see, yeah, you almost always see just one person riding around in. Uh, so... You know, is, is the balloon going to burst? I, I, I don't know. I, something's got to give. Think about this for a minute. We're approaching $35 trillion in national debt. Which if, is, by the way, that's only what's on the books. It, well, it, it right. Is, the, the government commitments, including Social Security and Medicare, Medicaid, are off the charts in the, in the billions. If all Trillions. this debt hadn't been a incurred all this free money printed and thrown out there what would america be like today especially in terms of the economy we'd probably be nearing third world country status no it's all this free money thrown out there bob (laughs) no 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 no. we would be way way better off because it would be true wealth being created true savings being nurtured true investment uh, being uh, made, and and we'd be way better off for it, Clive, way better off. And, well, and, and there wouldn't be this sense of impending doom that so many of us have. In fact, the vast majority of Americans have a sense of impending doom. You do. I do. Well, yeah, I, I do. But, you know, I've mentioned before in your show, in 1980, when the national debt hit $1 trillion, it was, oh, my God, it's the end of the world. The economy's going to collapse. The banks are going to collapse. Well, here we are, 43 years later, 44 years later, we're up to $35 trillion, and the economy is booming. So yep. I, I just don't know. I don't have an answer for it. I don't know where we're headed. Well, I, I uh, hope. I hope we get fortunate. And ha- instead of having a bursting balloon, having the air let out of the balloon slowly. Uh, so that we could get back on a sounder basis, uh, but but we're we're we've got the worst leadership this country has ever had. They've got the least economic understanding of any administration I've ever experienced. I, I, I've j- they're just they just their economic illiteracy astonishes me every time I hear one of their officials speak. Right, Bob. But by the same token, these are not dumb people. They know exactly what they're doing. And you've laid out the grand plan as to what's going on here socially and culturally and economically uh, in our country. These people know what they're doing. They're destroying the country. To their benefit, for their benefit and power. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Clive, we got got to go, my man. I apologize, but we're way over. I I wanted to take the call because I didn't want to lose you. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, great great talking with you. All right, you, my Bob. friend. And uh, stay warm in the uh, parking lot, would you? Right. <laughs> Clive from Beaumont. We'll take a break. We're back. Heading into Bloomberg Money Minute. Uh, 
<laughs> somebody said, Bob, where exactly is your back porch? <laughs> but somebody said their beer bottles froze and popped the tops this morning on their back porch. I'm going to have to check it out. I'm more worried about the wine than the beer, frankly. And so I've, I've got to go check on it. I, I'm thinking, to myself, eh, it's the 20s. We could survive. And, you know, then there's laziness involved. Then I got to put it somewhere. So we'll see. Um, Bob, 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 they've got these things now called refrigerators to put your beer and wine in. Yes, I know, Big Steve. It's part laziness. <laughs> Let's head into Bloomberg, find out what's happening in the markets, and then we'll come back. It's the Bob Cadaro Show. It is a good song. I'm playing it a little longer for cutie. Barry Manilow was number one this date, 1975. That'll give you an idea how old cutie is. And Mary Regina sent in Mother Teresa for January 18th. Only God knows our true needs. Short, sweet, and true. We don't know them. We know what we want. Oh, somebody said the beer bottles popped in South Scranton also. A bunch of you tell me the beers, your beer bottles have. So somebody says when you're using Mother Nature to cool the stuff down, just throw a blanket over it. So maybe if it, if there were in um, cardboard or would it be a blanket? Hmm. Well, I'm going to find out. I'll, I'll let you know tomorrow what has happened. I will keep my mind on uh, checking it out. Uh, Dave from Scranton. How are you, Dave? Hey, Bob. Thanks for taking the call quickly. You know, the longer I sit on hold, the more my thoughts add up, just like the immigrants at our border. <laughs> uh, but, you know, a couple of points. Clive had mentioned the debt, and it's obviously something we don't give a crap about because we've never done anything and it continues to grow. And I just want to make sure people understand, like, 95% of that debt is actually held by the American people, and the majority of it's our pensions and retirements, our 401ks, our RAs, things like that. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> when it does come home to roost, it's going to hit hard and fast. And unfortunately, things look good today, but we know how quickly things can change overnight. And that's the saddest thing I think I take from the examples over the past couple of years is the COVID crisis and the unemployment crisis and the inflation crises. These things are possibly maybe unpredictable. I don't know. I always say there's no excuse for being unprepared for the unpredictable because that's the point of unpredictability. And I've seen absolutely no shift in the mentality of people in this country to be prepared and to get ahead of the crisis. Let me me adjust your thinking on this just a bit. I think some people were very well prepared for the pandemic. They were very well prepared to exaggerate what it was. They were very well prepared to to try to pretend that everyone was at life and death risk and then take advantage of it and use it to uh, gain power and use it to take Trump down, too. So I I think it was very deliberately used. Yeah, and that's the point. If more of us were actually comfortable in our preparations, they wouldn't have this kind of control and power. And the longer we excuse failure in this country and demonize success, the more control they're going to have over us, and they're going to exert that. 
and, and we continue to move down that road for dependability on government. And there's something I text you often. I text a lot of people, and I don't. I I know I misquoted, but it's a great statement Matt Walsh had made, and he said, you know, first the left denies, then yep. then they excuse it, yep. and, and then they mandate it. And it was funny because I was listening to an article, uh, a radio show on NPR from 2010 because I wanted to go back and visit, revisit ESG because it's been around 15, 20 years yeah. where people denied it, ignored it, just like the student loan crisis. And they act like it's some fresh new idea. And it, it, the guy brought up one of the, the scare tactics of the Republicans said that they were going to regulate how you cut your grass, making jokes about the lawnmowers we use. How hilarious is that, Bob? Boy, does their stuff age poorly. Yeah. You know, they're out there trying to eliminate lawnmowers and gas-powered yeah. lawn equipment. They're out there, you know, the the Great New Deal was, or whatever, the Green New Deal was laughed at. It was hilarious. It was so pathetic, it was stupid, and it deserved being laughed at. And yet we mandated it. You know, cow farts were a joke, and now we're killing millions upon millions of steer in other countries and probably even in our nation. It, it, these are things that, like I said, it, yep. it, it's such a great quote that Matt Walsh made that it, it can't be ignored. And people have to open up their eyes and go back 10 years, listen to the radio shows, read those articles from them, just like they do when they prove that the global warming hoaxes or climate change hoaxes happened. Back in 2010, they were calling it global warming on this show, by the way. But go back and listen to the past, because like they say, if you don't know history, you're going to repeat it. Personally, I say history is just the way we're going to behave in the future because it's the history of man. But it doesn't mean we can't learn from it, Bob. We can do better. Dave, thank you. Definitely. I appreciate thank it very know. much. And uh, it, spot on. Now, I, I remember when I talk about the – Barack Obama's a very smart guy. I don't think he's intelligent by any means, by the way, but very smart. And I remember him talking about the national debt. The Chinese were pulling back at the time from buying our bonds – the government bonds for the debt of the U.S. government, the overspending of the U.S. government. And Obama said, we'll always pay our interest on the bonds, no matter what. He did not understand that if we cause inflation with excess debt, the value of the dollar will drop. So the investment will lose money even if they're getting the interest rate payments. He didn't even understand the concept. So these are seemingly smart people who just aren't intelligent enough to get out of their own way and get out of their own ideology. Or if they are intelligent, they're lying to you. And that is everyone at Davos except Javier, Javier Millet. Of Argentina. Everyone. We'll take a break. Bob Cadaro. Uh, we're going to continue with the Lollapalooza. Third hour coming up after this. The news with Brian Hughes. WYLK News Radio. This is the Bob Cordaro Show Podcast. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T Mobile.com. 
Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.